You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is Wednesday, July 21st. That means Steelers training camp starts tomorrow, but we've got a lot to talk about because after the Melvin Ingram signing, oh, all hell broke loose. Yes, we have the rumor mill, all that we're going to address in this first segment here. And I say we because it's me, Dean and Pietro, and Josh Axelrod. The agency is back in action to talk about things here on Wednesday. We'll address the rumor mills that didn't, didn't happen, all the things that are going there. We'll also talk about is this Steelers defense stacked enough, and if it's not, what should they do next? All right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, which you can download anywhere, but especially on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y Odyssey. Remember to rate us five stars with a positive comment, and you get a shout out at the end of the show. Thanks to all those who do that. Let's get into it. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to explain. I'm going to go over my timeline of how things progressed, and then I want to get you guys' feedback on things. Cool. So first... It really all starts with the rumors that, hey, the Steelers aren't done with signing people. There's one more signing coming. That kind of was seeping through late Monday going into Tuesday. Then Tuesday morning, everyone woke up like, okay, what's going on? Who it might be? And then Terrence Garvin, a former Steelers linebacker, if you're trying to remember who he was, he was the guy that depleted Kevin Huber, the uh, Bengals punter, on a Monday night football game. I was there for that one, actually. Um, But – uh, he's a former Steeler, and and uh, he underneath a Steeler Nation United tweet that said like, "How great is this d- defensive front going to be with this guy and that guy and this guy and that guy?" And he said, "I know something you don't know," and basically tweeted out. And so then Steeler Nation was like, "What does this mean? This, oh, who are they getting?" Oh, and he's like, "I'm not telling." And, and, and then it just the trolling began because then Stephen Nelson tweeted out, "You'll know by today or tomorrow," and that's all he tweeted. It, it could be it could have been about a YouTube video. It could have been about <laughs> having a kid. But everyone thought, oh, oh yeah, I mean, he's he's signed. Is he signed with the Steelers? He's signed with the Eagles. All the Eagles fans I saw because I, I know a lot of the Eagles fans people that cover them, and they're like, oh, he just liked the Eagles page. Oh, he's coming to Philly. But it, it just went berserk to the point that he deactivated his Twitter because he was just tired of dealing with it. Um, and then. Uh, so Steven Nelson's do, doing that, the guy that left the Steelers, and Steelers fans are like, oh, Steven Nelson might be coming back. But then, of course, everyone's asking, Malik Hooker, what's up, man? You're from the area. What's going on? And then Malik Hooker, just to mess with it, seems like he's just to mess with guys, dropped like, you know, five emojis. Four of them were smiley faces, and then one were like one without a mouth. So everyone's like, is he happy, but he can't say anything? What does that mean? I don't know. And so everyone's tripping. And then people are like, oh, Cam Hayward liked Steven Nelson's post. So just, is he in on it? It just, it went pfft. And then here we are. We're literally recording this at 9.30 at night because we were waiting to see if something happened. Nothing has happened at this point. And everyone's kind of like, well, wait, what what, what happened? But this is how this game works. This is how it's going to work. First of all, let me be clear to everybody who is on Twitter following us and in the Locked On Sealers Facebook page that plays detective and tries to decipher all of these things. There is only one. CIA, and you're <laughs> listening to it right now. Okay, everyone's trying to play detective. Oh, this means this. Oh, this means that. You know what I look for? I look for so and so signed with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. That's what I look for. A lot of this stuff, 
probably is just them playing, man. They got nothing to do until Thursday, right? right. <laughs> so right. they're just playing, playing, they're just having fun seeing how worked up they can get Steeler Nation. It's okay though, because by Wednesday night, by later tonight, you know, the Penguin Twitter will be the one exploding. <laughs> so the Steeler Twitter will get a break, and that would be the perfect time to sign somebody. That would be fantastic. Oh God, what a news dump that would be doing oh, a be expansion draft. I mean, I don't think they were trolling in the sense that I bet you they all really did know something. So it, it they're they're trolling in the sense that they're just trying to rile people up. But I also do think there are gems of truth in there. Like Terrence Garvin probably like does know something, and Malik Cooker probably knows exactly where he's about to sign. He just can't say it yet. And obviously, because he's a local guy. Every Yinzer want, wants him. Of course. Got to have all the local guys on your team. Uh, I mean, there's nothing that makes Pittsburghers happier than Pittsburghers coming home. Um, and then uh, this, this Steven Nelson thing is almost too much to parse with how many bridges he burned. And I, 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 will, I will wager good money that Steven Nelson is not coming back. But also... Crazier things have happened, I suppose. And then the other thing rumor I saw get started was that oh, this is all just about TJ Watt signing his extension. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) which to be honest, though, to be to be honest, I mean that would be that that Steelers fans I think would just be be just as happy. Like you know what, that is great news. We wanted to see that Uh, because then they know how long they'll have the best edge rusher in football um, locked up under contract. So uh, all these things are relevant. All these things are important but you know there's a chance that there, any of these things could happen but what we do know is who they have signed right now and that's melvin ingram they got a defensive front i want to talk to these guys about that defensive front is this defense now stacked that's a big question we'll address that question right after this message from betonline.ag BetOnline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to BetOnline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word. And that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL is done. But you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. LOCKEDON. All capital letters, all one words. To get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Here with D9 Pietro and Josh Axelrod. We're breaking things down now after the signing of Melvin Ingram and then the follow-up day that didn't have anything happen. Um, but, you know, again, just to, to, Josh is right. There could be something happening and we just don't know it yet and they're not saying it yet. Um, but there's there's still like the excitement that the Steelers might sign someone else. I'm going to save that for later. Right now, 
we know this defense now has found its third edge rusher. And there's debate. I talked about this with Tony yesterday. Both of us feel that Alex Highsmith is still going to be the starter on this defense. But either way, Melvin Ingram, if he's the number two, that means Alex Highsmith is back at the three where he was pretty good last year. If he's the number three, you got a number three that as I broke down all yesterday, he can line up on either edge. He can line up as an interior pass rusher. He can line up off the ball and help at linebacker. This is a depth piece who's going to help in multiple ways. And by that, that's a guy that you, you'd like to have on your roster. So either way, this is a win. But now you have a defense that has that defensive front locked in. You're, you're confident about the linebackers. You know, some people want another backup safety or another backup cornerback. But the bottom line is the biggest question of this defense has now been resolved, at least in a signing standpoint. I want to start with Dean. Is this, is this defense stacked now? Almost. It's almost stacked. It's stacked up front. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know, man. You bring a guy like that in, and I know he was hurt last year, so he wasn't nearly effective. But if this guy comes in and he's healthy and he can wreak havoc, is he not your starter opposite TJ Watt? Um, if he gets the job done to that degree, um I'm thinking he when he comes here, he's saying he's got an opportunity to win the job and that he'll be competing with High Smith for it. But like you said, there's also the good flexibility because we all know TJ Watt doesn't play every play. So right. you do need a guy on that other side. And so that's a great piece to have. Yeah, they've they've uh locked on to the fronts. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you spreading the brand. Front seven. Um, and I think I think they're in great shape now. I think it's a really good signing. It's four million dollars. It's not a high risk, and, and and if he's healthy, he could be a great addition to the Steelers. This is about as win 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 uh, a signing as like the Steelers have ever done. Ingram is one of those guys who in San Diego I always looked at and was like, God, he'd be good on the Steelers. <laughs> and lo and behold, we get a slightly diminished version of him now, but here he is. I think this has been an interesting case of the national media not being aware of the Steelers' depth chart because all the tweets I keep seeing are Ingram's almost definitely going to be a starter. He's going to come in and do his thing on the outside when it appears that nobody's ever heard of Alex Highsmith, which admittedly, small sample size on Alex Highsmith. We, he's more of an unknown commodity. But the thing about the Ingram signing is that if Highsmith sucks, now we have Melvin Ingram. If Highsmith ends up being good, not only is that better for the Steelers overall, but Ingram's going to teach Highsmith his tricks and make him even better. I mean, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it's a super hot hot take to say that prime Melvin Ingram was probably better than prime Bud Dupree ever was. So, I mean... Yeah, he had how many years in a row uh, with at least seven sacks? He's got some pro balls under his belt, doesn't he? I mean... He's, he's three, yeah, he had he three straight Pro Bowls from 2017 to 2019. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. If we can get anything resembling Bud production out of him, or at, at worst, if, I, I, at worst, I bet you Ingram is still good for one big play a game. Like, and, and that's the kind of guy that, like, if you're going to sign for $4 million, totally worth it. I see no downsides. Here we go. I'd certainly rather put him in the game over Cassius Marsh. Just saying. <laughs> I, I'd rather see Cassius Marsh's trading card collection, but... I'd much rather Melvin Ingram play football. Yes. <laughs> no, it, it, that, that, that's the thing about this is that now 
you get you don't have to worry about that being the case, right? Like you're not you're now you're able to say, okay, you know, this is if Cassius Marsh is on the field, it's purely for special teams or helping people out. Also, if we're if we're comparing that throughout the whole time, um, if we if if we just took from 2015 to 2020, Melvin Ingram and Bud Dupree, uh, Ingram has 43 sacks to Bud's 39 and a half. Um, Ingram has two two more forced fumbles, three more fumbles recovered, two more interceptions. Though Bud does have a pick six, um, with and I still remember that weird touchdown dance they did because Bud never really <laughs> knew what he wanted to do when he celebrated. Um, and Ingram has about say forty more tackles. Um, so yes, he's been a more productive player um, than Bud Dupree and only playing three games. Um, although when you look three more games, when you look at it though. Over that over that time span, you know their their numbers kind of keep stay stay even stay even when you look at uh per game per game rates there. But still, this is a um th- this is a guy who who comes in and now you're feeling like hey uh, the big story was you lost Bud Dupree. What are you gonna do now? Like you know you still got yeah you know, is Alex Highsmith gonna be that good? Well, here's the thing: if he is that good, you're happy. If he's not that good, this guy's taking over and he gets another year to develop. I don't see any negatives there. Like, like I said, or uh, Josh said, sorry. Uh, uh, sorry. I mix, I'm mixing wow. up my names. You're trying um, to take Josh's statements. <laughs> yeah, no, I was trying to, I was trying to say Josh said about Alex and he has Axelrod in the second part of his name. So I looked at his name and I was like, welcome to my life. Yeah. Sorry about that, man. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's okay. Cause now I can make this opportunity to say, I think I said San Diego chargers. You did. probably did. You probably did. did. It's okay. I do it all the time. I just Aster- Asterix, yeah. Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, that's that's fine. They're 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 Los Angeles. They're San Diego. We all know who you're talking about. But bottom line here is that Melvin Ingram is is bringing the guy that that can line up opposite of TJ Watt if Alex doesn't work out. If Alex does work out, which I I think he will. I think that he's he's much I'm much higher on him than a lot of the national guys, and I think that a lot of people are underestimating how how high the Steelers are on him. But like I said. Even if he doesn't, you you got the dude right here. And it's even – here's the other thing that I proposed to Tony yesterday before we go to break. Um, even if Melvin Ingram is the quote-unquote starter, like he does start at the beginning of the game, I still see this being a thing where he'll get about – you know, he'll get about 30 snaps a game, and Highsmith will get close to that as well. And you're going to see them having more of an even trade to keep TJ Watt healthy. And you're going to see uh, those guys rotate in and out a lot more. It's not going to be like, you know, in a video game when you start a guy and he's just plays the entire game because stamina is off. Cause that's what people do because they don't want to play with their backups. Um, but that, that I think it could be the most realistic situation here is that if Ingram takes over the starting spot, it's not in a completely permanent role where Alex Highsmith just doesn't see the field. Right. Totally agree. I mean, that's, and that's, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, that's, that's, if you've got three quality players in, in that level and it keeps defenses guessing because, or I'm sorry, offensive lines guessing because, you know, they've all got different techniques, right? You're going to have to block them different ways. You're going to have to game plan for them different ways. It just makes you more difficult to play against. And that's what you want to be. The defense is clearly built from the inside out and the inside just got even stronger. So, hey, if we're going to double down on what makes on what makes that defense as strong as it is, welcome to Pittsburgh, Melvin. Happy to have you. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break here. We come back. I want to get you guys' thoughts on 
what else should the team do if they're going to sign someone else? We'll talk about that right after this break. But first, we got to talk to our friends at Built Bar. You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisps. There's so much to enjoy. And also, don't forget, they help you lose and maintain weight. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for anyone that's currently on a keto diet. Right now, Built Bar has a special promo code for you to get a great deal on their website. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here breaking things down with D9 Pietro and Josh Axelrod on a Wednesday. Now, guys, we talked about that rumor mill, and the rumor there were there, there were several guys in play. There was uh, Malik Hooker, of course. Um, there's still the thought that they might sign an offensive tackle in Mitchell Schwartz. Um, and the craziest rumor, the cra- there's still Steven Nelson, by the way, if, you, if they want to address the corners cornerback position the craziest rumor that i saw was that the steelers are in play for a potential trade from the dolphins to get Xavier howard and yeah yeah the, the, you guys' faces say it all because and, and listen is that it, it, would that be would that would that would that would be amazing that would be crazy but it would be ridiculous because one day Damian Howard is locked up in a long, in a contract that lasts three more years with the dolphins. He's a superstar cornerback in this NFL. I know that there's contract disputes or there's something going on with him in Miami, but he's still going to cost like $12 million against the cap. At least this year, that number is going to go up next year. Um, if, if they got him, it would be another superstar on the defense, but you know, I just, I don't think they can afford that. Um, but the bottom line here is they still, they still might address something else. They have close to $10 million still left in cap space, actually probably closer to $9 million now that they sound, signed that one offensive tackle to a, a minimum deal. Uh, but uh, is, this, is this all they need to do right now? Do they need to go out and sign a gun, another guy like right now before camp? Or should they just be like, hey, we got our crew for training camp. We're going to training camp. If someone gets hurt, we'll deal with it then. Or if someone gets cut from a team, we'll deal with that then. Contract dispute aside, why would the Dolphins do that? They're not what they were doing. They're not doing what they were doing when they unloaded Minka. Okay, they were stacking draft capital. Yeah. At that point, to try to build themselves to be better. Agreed. They are better. Why would they mess? That makes no sense whatsoever. Um, I do believe the Steelers should make a move, and I do believe that move should be Stephen Nelson. Look, he's a proven commodity. We know what we're going to get with him. If they can bury the hatchet, whatever the little dispute was, sign him, put him on the juju plan, okay? Put him in for <laughs> yeah, one put year. Put him on the juju plan. Okay, because again, next year the cap's going to be through the roof, right? So I 
I'm just not confident where they are at form overall right now. And so whether it's Steven Nelson or if there's someone else out there. But that said, do they have to make this move right this second? No. Let's remember when they got Joe Hayden. It was right before the season started. So there's not necessarily a rush. But I do believe a move has to be made. If they made a move, whether it's Nelson or another corner, and really short up corner, this defense is number one in the league. Hmm. Well, just to start out with the Xavier and Howard thing, I don't understand why the Dolphins would ever trade with the Steelers after they make a trade ever again. <laughs> they got fleeced. They got fleeced. <laughs> and I mean, the Steelers, if they want to get fleeced again, more power to them. But, and Xavier and Howard certainly would be kind of the missing piece the Steelers need a corner, but... I'm, I mean, if you give them – first of all, Steven Nelson would re-solidify this team and make sure, like, hey, they don't really have a weakness this year um, if, if, they don't, if they don't get suffer a bunch of injuries. But uh, Xavier Howard would be – that would be ridiculous. That, 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 you know, that would be adding, you know, one of the best cornerbacks onto a team, onto, onto a team that has the best safety, has solid other cornerbacks, has the best edge rusher, has maybe the best one-two punch of DTs in, in, in the NFL. Like – and one of the more athletic off-ball linebackers, it, it would be overkill to, to, if they got him. Again, I'm with both of you. I just don't see any way the Dolphins let this happen, even though I know Steelers fans are really excited. You know, Dean, back to your Steven Nelson point. It would it would be nice if everyone buried the hatchet. We all know that doesn't always work um, because some people just don't do those things. Uh, but when it comes to... When it comes to, 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 to that potential there, it could – this is the reality that I see is that Steven Nelson has waited around this whole time for an opportunity to, uh, to, to sign his big deal. It didn't happen. It, you know, he's still sitting there waiting around. He knows, just like everybody else knows, that next year the salary cap booms all across the league and that deals will be open to be signed and that that's when he wants to be available. So why not go to a team – that he just like Juju, why not go to a team that knows how to use you? You know how to work with them. You know your teammates. You know your schemes and play with them. And again, on a pretty on a defense that ranked number three in the NFL last year, they'll probably rank that or higher again this year if you go back to them. And then next year you could be like, hey, I was this cornerback. Pay me now, and because all your numbers have cleared up. It's simple. Bet on yourself, man. Bet on yourself, Stephen. Bet on yourself and put up put together that year. And you get paid. I don't need Steven Nelson back, personally. <laughs> he is now. To be fair, again, in a perfect world, if we can forget the the last four months, sure, it would be great to have him back. Was it really um, that bad? Not not comparably to like an AB situation, or right? Something. I mean, I'm just I I, I he just doesn't. I don't know the man. Obviously, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who is gonna make nice with the Steelers. Now, again, if he does, hell yeah. I, I'm, with, I'm with you, Dean. I think we kind of ruled out the Richard Sherman possibility now. That's out the window. Yeah, that's I, don't, I don't know what other veteran corners are out there, and I definitely agree that's the one spot on this defense that needs to be shored up. The offense is all set as far as I'm concerned. They, they, they don't need anyone else. Uh, if, I, I would say. Unless Aaron, unless Aaron Rodgers becomes available. 
Oh God! I think I think they're good. Ah, uh, you brought back the Aaron Rodgers joke. Way I to brought go, it. Back. Way to I, go, I made James hands is in his face. He's so disappointed that he didn't. You see, that one coming. Although I might uh, draft Aaron Rodgers on the fantasy team before Ben, so there's that. You know. oh, oh, good. So you admit he's better. Um, but but uh, well, fantasy points yeah. and and real life. But <laughs> I, I, I just love listening to these two bicker. It's so much fun. Let me let me just say I'm gonna I think this conversation is a little bit moot because I do think the Steelers already made a move. Like I said, like I said earlier, I I think the trolling was a grain of truth here or there. I, someone knows something, and I think my money's on Hooker. I and and honestly, I think he'd be a great a great addition to the secondary. Whatever his name's Malik Hooker. Make your make your Hooker jokes now. Just just don't say my money's on Hooker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. I, did, I didn't say my money's on the Hooker. Uh, I just, still, I, I, it, you don't need the V. It's still I mean, it's still I, bad. I, I saw people hashtagging Hooker Watch earlier, and that's. I, I I saw reputable people doing that, and that was too much for me. It's it, but, it's wild. Dude, dude is second. Dude is solid secondary depth. Depth is all I'm saying. He was solid on the Colts, and I don't know. I know he's. You know he's been injured, but he, it's similar to Melvin Ingram. If he has enough left in the tank to be like a deep, a decent depth piece, I think he's a solid sign. I I agree with that. And here's the other aspect of this: not just is he, not only is he a solid signing uh, to the safety, but to the safety group. But now here's the thing: you add him. Uh, that's going to allow, he's a deep safety. You can line him up with Minka Fitzpatrick. They'd both be comfortable attacking the ball deep down the field. And when that's, when, when that's happening, that allows Terrell Evans to be in the box where he's most comfortable. He can help against the slot. He can help against tight ends. He can help against running backs. He can help against receivers that come over the middle and he can help against the run. That might be the move. And now you might not need as much of a slot corner this year. Uh, so that could solve two problems with one signing big thoughts there that, that could happen but again all this could be moot they could have already signed another guy um who knows what the signing is we will keep you try keep you posted here right on the lockdown Steelers podcast dean your yeah. final thoughts i mean i think that one of the biggest reasons to sign someone else in the secondary is if you look at their schedule they and got a lot the, of court, great quarterbacks not coming. just the quarterbacks but the receivers are going to be facing yeah. stefan diggs Devontae yeah. adams tyree mm-hmm. hill yeah I mean, you know, Jamar Chase is going to be hooking up with Burrow. DK Metcalf. Yeah, you're you are loaded with receivers that you've got to, and quarterbacks you have to have an answer for, and the and the pressure on the front that's going to be great. But I still think if you shore that up a little bit more in the secondary, that that's going to be helpful with the schedule they've got coming up this year. All I, know is, all I know is that every time I play Madden with the Steelers, I always get an interception with Cam Sutton. So that has to mean something. Okay. Gosh. So Does he intercept Aaron Rodgers? Nobody intercepts Aaron Rodgers. God. <laughs> you too. Enough. Enough, I say. Go to your rooms. Anyways, I'm Chris Carter here on the Lockdown Steelers <laughs> podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you guys for being on the show as they continue to bicker here in the background of the, of the camera. Uh, Dean, let people can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. You can find me living rent-free in Josh's head. Whoa! On I am Dean sixteen and on the Locked On podcast page on Facebook. What Josh, do how do you do? respond? But also tell people where they can find you. I respond by saying, "I'm oh, Jesus Christ! It's the cheapest condo I've ever had." Uh, <laughs> yeah, get a better real estate agent, man. Uh, you can find me on the, in the Locked On Facebook group. On Twitter at Jaxelberg with an H. Find my work on postgazette.com. 
Got a couple of good movie stories coming out later this week. Maybe a good TV one too. So stay tuned. I, I, I agree. Loki was better than Josh gave gave it credit for. I, I'm dope gonna, finale. Dope yeah. finale. Do, okay, so we agree on that. We're going to talk about that off camera. Uh, Loki. <laughs> yeah, Dean didn't like that finale, but we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll keep it Steelers here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Carter Critiques. Thanks to all those who do follow me. If you're listening to the show, thank you for listening to it. Remember, you can subscribe to on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or or the app Odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y Odyssey. Thanks to all those who download it. Remember to rate us five stars with a positive comment. It really helps out the show. Thanks again for listening. Be back in the ears Thursday with more right here on the Locked On Steelers Podcast.